Welcome to the Story Brigade. Yay! <laughs> I said it right that time. You did. Good job. Perfect. We're... Here we talk about stories. Yes. In weird combinations. Weird combinations. Yeah. 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 Stories. Stories. <laughs> High five. High five. See you on the other side. And we're, we're back. back to the Story Brigade. Uh, and a special welcome to, to Bradley. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thanks. You want to you wanna say a little bit about yourself? I don't know if we can trust Connor to say things about you. I just said positive things. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm a very anxious person. I like long walks on the beach. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, at friend of Connor's from college mm-hmm. and uh, I'm excited about film though I tend to have short memory loss about it so this podcast perfect me. <laughs> <laughs> well luckily perfect. the podcast it's is only going to be like an hour so, yeah. <laughs> um, cool well so before before we started you told us that you had uh, multiple options uh, of <laughs> yes. the genre and you couldn't uh, you couldn't decide which one uh, you wanted to pick. Correct. Is that correct? correct? Okay. So, so you have five and Connor, uh, and you uh, wrote them down I, yeah. with my pencil. I did. <laughs> okay. So, so we can guess a number. Well, yeah, Connor, I think you should, you should pick a number between one and five and that's the genre. Oh, that's Bradley's genre that she's going with. Five. Oh, okay. You just chose Taika Waititi movies. Can that be a genre? Have you sure. done Taika Waititi? one already? Okay. Well then choose yeah. another number, Connor. Okay. <laughs> four okay four you just chose ghibli movies have you done ghibli movies oh we haven't we haven't we haven't that is that is a spin on the wheel we haven't we haven't spun it yet oh nice the, the question is are we doing specifically ghibli or are we doing specifically miyazaki or takahata yeah i we could do it might be if you want like a cohesive feeling it might be better to do just miyazaki or Miyazaki. I prefer Miyazaki of the two. Miyazaki. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, haven't we haven't done Miyazaki yet. Okay. Woo! Woo-hoo. Nice. Okay. Uh, that's <laughs> like shifting my brain and just remembering all <laughs> of Miyazaki. God, it's so good. Anyways, okay. Um, although no spoilers for The Wind Rises because I know it's been like 10 years. I still haven't seen it. So that's okay. Anyways. Spoilers? Are there spoilers? For I him? don't know. It's not a very spoilable movie. It's more like it's an atmospheric really. like feeling. Yeah, you're like, oh, this happened. And everyone's like, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so cool. Fair enough. Uh, so, yes, this is the spin wheel. Uh, you, you, can, you can now see it. Everyone else can only hear it. Uh, so this is, yeah, the best part, clearly. This is spin that wheel. That's what Carson always says. <laughs> <laughs> You can say it with him. Woo! Oh my god! <laughs> uh, the second spin was grouchy Clint Eastwood. Oh my god, that's a genre. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but these are so like emotionally different, like <laughs> like morally opposite. <laughs> Yeah, so, so grouchy. But it's funny Eastwood. that you didn't just do like spaghetti western Clint Eastwood. Nope. It's just grouchy Clint Eastwood, which includes <laughs> you, I like mean, you know that period where like he starred in a bunch Harry, of movies where he like was him. all yeah. well, dirty Harry, but then also like Gran Torino and also uh, like that's pretty much most gra- 
Clint Eastwood movies. It's it's Clint Eastwood after he's aged to a certain point where he's just kind of like <laughs> grumbly, grumbly, grumbly. Like oh, I'm unhappy oh with God. everything. Oh my God! I, and I just <laughs> want to say I have the utmost respect for Clint Eastwood. That's just my horrible impression of him in most of his movies. <laughs> Anyways, so let's start with Miyazaki films and break down Miyazaki films. Yeah, Bradley. <laughs> um. So what what what, what is your Miyazaki favorite Miyazaki film? That's uh, easy. My favorite one is Princess Mononoke, like hands down. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's and it's, it's my, it, <laughs> my roommate is showing that to his girlfriend right now, and it, well, not, not right now, but he's like going to show her. <laughs> I hope he does let her know it. that it's not like a fluffy anime, though, because like that is oh. the most vo- like violent <laughs> of his. Movies. Our dad showed us that when we were kids, and we we're like, oh. "Same." He just heard he just heard it was good and gave it to us, and didn't watch it with us. And we we're like, "Okay." The exact way it happened for me yeah. is my oldest brother. <laughs> like, we would always go to the movie store. We loved going to like the local mm-hmm. video rental. And your oldest mm-hmm. brother's like ten years older. Years, ten years older. Yeah. And he so... was like, "Let's watch this movie," and I was like, "Okay." And I was like seven. Okay. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure at the time it was a different dub. Like it wasn't under. Disney, because I remember when I saw it the second time, I was like, the voices sound different. So it was a long time ago. And I was watching it, and this guy shot an arrow, and both of his arms were, like, severed from his body. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. And then I finished it, and I was like, I need more. (laughs) (laughs) That was the beginning. I think think a lot of people get into Miyazaki through Spirited Away, because they won the Oscar that year and everything. And so they watch that, and they're like, oh, this is great. What are his other films? like, oh, everyone seems like Princess Mononoke. (laughs) And they start that, and they're like, oh, my God. Oh, but, I mean, like, all of them do have, like, this collective – one thing I liked as, like, a kid was, like, none of the bad guys are, like, actually bad or, like – Right. They all have, like – he takes the time to, like, explain the reasoning behind mm-hmm. yeah. everything. So I was, like, really nice as a kid. I was like, this is so cool. Yeah, it, it really – it had nuanced layers. It wasn't – it's something that you, you don't really see in animation in the West, uh, West, mm-hmm. West as much. Um yeah. Well, there's just a bad guy. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of similar to uh, previously we were talking about Toy Story with Pixar. And like when they made Toy Story, they made a point. They were like, here are all of the tropes oh, right, of right, Western right, right. animated films. And we want to avoid all of them. We don't want to have a clear antagonist. We don't want to have songs. We don't want to have like right, you know, right, a right. princess or anything <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it feels like very much with Miyazaki, um, he does have these kind of themes and, and tropes that he goes back to. And one of them being no clear bad guy yeah you know? right and and oftentimes the antagonist becomes a or what you, who you think is the end. antagonist yeah. is is a helper to the main character yeah. like in spirited away the witch is like a bad guy but then like kind of helps out and mm-hmm. then there's also a dichotomy forth. of like civilization and nature and yeah. at least yeah. in S- princess mononoke especially but also well, in Pr- princess mononoke castle nausicaa sky. castle in the sky i mean yeah he's very ecologically degree, conscious like Kiki's delivery service is a little bit that way. Yeah. I forget um, so much of that movie. I have to see that again. Well, well, I mean, Kiki's is just like, she's a witch, and then there is like planes and stuff. Right. And like, oh. I think Kiki, Kiki is actually just like a power. giant analogy for like writer's block, essentially. Or like anyone going, <laughs> it is, for like anyone going yeah, through yeah. a period of like unknowing yeah. and not being able mm-hmm. to like move forward with your craft because she right. like loses her ability to be her because yeah. she loses her right. magical powers. Right. And has to like live a normal life and right. find new joys in life that are like right. outside of the one thing she's obsessed with. 
Yeah. I really love all Miyazaki films. This, oh, so no, it's fantastic. And then, oh, and then there's Porco Rosso. I love which... Porco Rosso. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. That movie. The Adriatic, that mm, time period. It's so beautiful. It's just, oh, God, it's gorgeous. It's underrated, too, because uh, it's very not catered towards kids, that one. Yeah. It might be animated, but I don't think it's very much. Yeah. Kids. Well, it's uh, apparently. True. It's, yeah. Because the movie's about a, a, a pilot that's a pig, mm-hmm. and apparently that's like a saying. But it's like in a Japan, curse, right? It's a curse, yeah. But but apparently that's just like a saying in Japan where it's like if you've become a pig, it's because you. It's like you've you've kind of lost that drive to mm. to live, quote unquote. Mm. You know, and so it's 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 him taking a, a common Japanese phrase and actually like making it literal, mm-hmm. um, which I just I think is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, okay. we haven't talked about Nausicaa he- either. Or did you yeah. mention Nausicaa? Yeah. I, very briefly, but he loves flying machines. Flying machines, he does. So, the wind so rises. Many flying machines. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I think Nausicaa is the only one for him, though, and in general of his movies, where there is no bringing the bad guy back into the fold as much. Yeah, it's much more That's of a like true. cut and dry. But it's because he actually mm-hmm. wrote like a really large, really long manga. Right. And then was asked to turn it into a film right. and he didn't have enough time. So he actually, the story is completely different. I recommend anyone to really? read the manga if they even remotely liked Nausicaa. Huh. It's really, I, I, I remember read reading, I think, the first half. I think my cousin had the first half. Yeah. Because I think it was, it was in like a couple of volumes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think it's seven so, or something. Oh, okay. I read the first one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah. But it's also, I mean, the real tragedy in that it seems kind of similar to from what I remember. I don't remember exactly how it goes, but it seems like the bad guys similar to um, uh, Princess Monoke are kind of like just an ambiguous military force. And more of the sadness comes from the ecological destruction than from like the bad guys being bad necessarily. Like it's just mm-hmm. sad seeing all yeah. the, the ends die. And I mean, Yeah. And you're just like, oh my gosh, and all the fires and stuff, and like she can save them, but like, it's it's less like her fighting them, and more like the sadness of her saving these. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Nausicaa is more of a villain, like Lady Eboshi in Princess Mononoke. Right. Like you see, you yeah. see her side right, of it, right. and you're fair. like, Ooh, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Whereas this person, like, it's true. The sadness of the movie comes from the conflict uh, of humans in an, in an environment not getting right. along. Yeah, but the bad guy in that. It's, it's pretty bad, and usually she has she has most of her characters are, are strong female characters. Yeah, it's true. Um, so with, how with like great an old man as a uh, Clint you know. Eastwood. Yeah, that's why this makes like <laughs> this is about to get like real weird, real fast. <laughs> it's gonna get so weird. I love it because yeah, um, most of them are strong female characters, and it's okay. We'll we'll, we'll figure this out. Maybe the grouchy Clint Eastwood is the uh, the bad guy antagonist that needs to be won over. Oh my god! I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right. So why don't we jump? So we Stop. we got good stuff for that. So maybe we can jump I think, to I think grouchy we got Clint Eastwood some good stuff. Yeah. So so grouchy Clint Eastwood. Uh, I was thinking like Gran Torino, uh, Unforgiven. Um, what what else? Um, I mean. Just Even like his... Dirty Harry, he's kind of grouchy. I mean, and but you're thinking yeah, like older. Given. You're thinking like older Clint Eastwood. Um, yes, but also um, like <laughs> what was it? Million Dollar Baby as well. Mm. Space Cowboys, um, possibly Bridges of Madison County, but I've never actually seen it. Um, yeah, 
pretty much pretty much that. But yeah, we could we could do Dirty Harry as well. I just remember he did a bunch that were like Dirty Harry, and then there was a Magnum, Magnum Force. Force. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like the Enforcer, the Gauntlet. Yeah. So he's so so we need Clint Eastwood, and we need his squinty eyes. Very squinty. We yep. need his squinty. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's he's just uh, so you, usually it's uh, it seems like he's pretty uh, dour too. Know. They're pretty dark. Movies. Very very dour. <laughs> They're usually very dark movies. Um, it's there, there's usually some kind of change that he has to adapt to, and he's got some some prejudice that he's feeling that he needs to to change. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think maybe maybe we focus on like the Gran Torino aspect of it because <laughs> that feels like something that we could integrate into Miyazaki possibly well. <laughs> well, I think it's got to uh, be animated. <laughs> Yes. yes. Oh yeah, yeah. 100%. Which is also funny because in Rango they had like him kind of as an they had like an animated spirit. There's <laughs> the spirit of the West, so that would be spirit of the West. I mean, how can Got we make it. him? I love as, that movie. How can we make him as grouchy and animated? <laughs> how can you make? Is it possible? I don't know. That's what I'm worried yes. about. <laughs> yes. Oh, you totally, you totally can. I mean, Just make him. So grouchy. You could make him an animal like Porcaroso. <gasps> that would be so. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that. Oh my. Yes. What animal? And or you could oh. make him like a hybrid animal, like the old man who works in the. I'm trying to think of like grouchy old people in Miyazaki films, and in Spirited Away, there's the, the spider, spider guy. guy. <clears throat> yes. I mean, I was. I, I, we we haven't even mentioned uh, Howl's Moving Castle, but. Mm-hmm it feels like we could kind of do something like that where, you know, there's the battle between the kingdoms and it turns out, spoiler, uh, <laughs> it's the, it's the guy who's, who's been turned into the, whatchamacallit, the, the scarecrow uh, that they're yes. fighting over. Yeah, yes. yeah. So like, what if, what if Groucho, Clint, Groucho, Groucho Clint Eastwood, <laughs> Grouchy Clint Eastwood has, has been turned into some creature. And so the main character needs to go on a quest to unturn him into that so that he can do something to save, you know, something. But then we wouldn't have grouchy Clint Eastwood in it for very long, right? Like, don't we want grouchy? Well, no, he goes with, he goes with her. Oh, as the transformed thing. Yes. Okay. So So the thing is, like, yeah, a a protagonist taking grouchy Clint Eastwood to save him. (laughs) Yes. And he's all grouchy and some animal, like a walrus. Like a walrus. <laughs> or it could be like more of like a also like a what's it called Princess Mononoke beginning where it's more like he's like on this quest and then like the protagonist also like runs into him and is like I don't know what to do in this world like I'm latching on to this like you're gonna <laughs> I'm coming with you yeah. and he's like reluctantly like I don't want to have dead weight with me. See, like that could, I could also imagine <laughs> him being like the leader of a group and just being grouchy and like the world's ending and like ecological stuff is being destroyed. And then someone coming and trying to like help him out of this rut in like some new way. But I could, I could see that. I, I don't really see grouchy Clint Eastwood as being a leader. Like usually That's in his fair. movies, he's like reluctant to yeah. do whatever it is he ends up doing in right. the movie. And then has to be brought into the fold. 
Um, like if it actually, and I feel like that metaphorically that kind of fits because usually Grouchy Clint Eastwood kind of has given up on the world, mm-hmm. and, right. and then the story is him being brought, brought in. So like, what if what if he used to be like a nature spirit or the spirit of the West, and he has since given up on that because he thinks the world's doomed and everything's falling to industrialism, and this is a quest for him to reignite his his love for uh, for nature. So wait, but then, so then how is he, <laughs> so he's grouchy and giving up on the world, which sounds legit. Totally. And then yeah. how, I mean, honestly, how cool would it be if it was in like industrial London or something? Like, like we got to have like, oh. like he's like a river era. God, but he's been living, yeah. he's been living in like the sewers. Right. Oh. <laughs> and he's grouchy. And then it's like also the juxtaposition of like industrial London where like, there's smog everywhere yeah. and smoke and like smokestacks. Yeah. Everyone's dirty. And then this girl or someone shows up and somehow they've got to have some quest that they need to go on or something. I don't know. So, I mean, or it could be kind of like uh, Kiki's delivery right. service, which is, it's just like little vignettes, mm-hmm. but I could totally say that if, if she comes from the countryside to pursue work to like help her family. And while she's there, like the first person she bumps into is this like, River God who's living in the sewer and is just all decrepit and whatnot. Or and, what if it's also like, you know how like if we're setting this in an industrial period, like a lot of like the yeah. waste runoff would like poison farming communities. Oh, right. Yeah. So like what if she's like on a journey to like find the river spirit to like help like yeah. clean it oh up. My God. But the river spirit's just given up. Yeah. And she it's like she's just like the whole movie is her trying to convince him that yes. it's like worth it. Yeah. Like, well and he's oh just so mopey. So I'm just imagining him like it you know like dragons and like Lord of the Rings who are like sitting on their piles of gold yeah. and just like hoarding it. Instead she like goes down into the deep store sewers and he's sitting on like piles of like people's like trash yeah yeah yeah, yeah. as if that's like his like treasure and like curled up and he's like i like where i live and she's like you live on trash (laughs) i just like picture him since he's like a river spirit he kind of like is like muddy Mm -hmm. and so like as he's talking his jowls like roll over themselves (laughs) (laughs) but he's still got those like like, angry clint eastwood eyes yeah (laughs) angry angry clint eastwood and probably a mustache of some kind (laughs) or bushy eyebrows yeah (laughs) the mustache is like two ends of like those like flat brooms (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly um that's and then, amazing. At some point, then, like, uh, once he decides to do it, he's going to then have trouble actually doing it. And it's like trying to get the spirit back of the right. cleaning up the sewer spice. But then, you, but then, you know, when he does at the end and it's like finally blue in a field of brown, mm. it'll just be so visually beautiful. <laughs> like, I'm feeling it, guys. I'm <laughs> well, feeling it. could also turn more blue as it goes on. Yeah, like yeah. He, changes. he changes. So in... Yeah. In Spirited Away, there's that one river spirit that comes in and she thinking. has to like pull that like last bike out and there's like the <laughs> and then and then <laughs> and then there's also afterwards there's the sound of him like someone like getting into a hot bath where he's just like ah. <laughs> Yes. I love that sound effect. Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that yeah, and he's just stuck with it for so long. And that's also a great metaphor for like holding on to stuff that you've accumulated that you're like oh no it's just the way it is like this is how it is Mm -hmm. 
Well, and and it would be great to have a, a sequence where we kind of go back through his memory of this place. Yeah. You know, and the river's memory of of industrial London, how it started and then how things changed slowly. You could have a cool montage like, about that where yeah. she's But also there's so much stuff about like her trying to enact the will of a river spirit so like either he's like oh you gotta do this stuff for me even though it's useless and doesn't matter or like, <laughs> or like she like there's the idea of like her trapping him so that she he has to like go with her and stay in the crappy apartment <laughs> while she's like trying to get work for her for her whatever because otherwise there's gotta be some reason yeah. like like either she's persistent or like something, but like if she trapped him to like try and get him, I could I could see that as she at first she goes to ask him, and then when he doesn't, she decides, okay, I'm gonna trap the room here, <laughs> and then we have some hijinks where she's trying to trap him, it doesn't work, she finally does, but he's just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, <laughs> well, I'm the here, only thing he likes less than like moping around is being trapped <laughs> and forced to help some little girl. <laughs> Who's like so positive? He can't be bothered. Uh, can't be bothered. He's like, but oh. then, so so then we need a pseudo antagonist, a pseudo Miyazaki antagonist. I picture someone like Muska from Castle in the Sky, yeah, like a really a really sketchy businessman with with like you just be uh, yeah, black, an industrialist. What about someone who like owns a lot of factories? Like instead of the like that, factory, yeah. instead of like the factory foreman, like what if it's like actually like the very top who has like a disconnect? between his own yes. well, and, and, and so like... then we also have a bunch of the story could take place of like her going to work in the factories how different it is from the countryside how like she's still trying to make mm-hmm. money for her and then running into this guy and his interactions yeah and and i i feel like that guy would want like maybe he wants the the river spirit or maybe he wants to kill the river spirit because he's like he's just twisted or you know it's london and it's like generally cold yeah oh what if he's providing like energy and his own backstory is like growing up like really cold and like without energy or like anything to keep him warm and his like driving thing is like providing like cheap heating or something like that and And so his yes and his his whole thing is we can't rely on the old gods because they weren't there yeah yeah Yeah. so i'm gonna provide for the people and they can rely on me Mm -hmm. oh so then how could how could the girl run into the the head guy then do you think because um, they need to interact. In I some mean, if way, she's right? trying to, if she's trying to make the factory stop, right? Is that what she's doing? Oh, because the, in order to, she's at least trying to like oh, make something change factory... between the factories who are dumping into right, this river and river. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're jumping, dumping into the river. <laughs> <laughs> but then that would be so yeah. sad if she's like trying to save at some point, like the river god's given up, and then she goes to try and save the river spirit by like stopping the dumping. And then she gets in trouble mm. or, like, gets hurt. And then he has mm-hmm. to, like, he, like, secretly cares about her and has to go save her. For... I mean, yeah. but the thing or... is, is the protagonist in these movies tends to be the bridge that gaps two people who right. are enemies, right. if that makes right. sense. So the antagonist would probably also not wish her harm after his interactions with right. her to the same right. extent. Right, or or if he does wish her harm, there's definitely some reconciliation at the end where she brings 
the antagonist and the river spirit together to kind of reconcile their feelings. Yeah. Right. How crazy would that be? Because then, yeah, the river god who let him go when he was a kid, right? Or didn't help him out when he was a kid for some reason. And then them like actually meeting face to face. But then watch it be like somehow as a kid, like he was helped like directly by the river spirit or something. Yeah. (laughs) That would be, that would be really cool. So then she acts more like as a bridge Jeez, of understanding yeah. between these disparate mm-hmm. parts of society, which makes way more sense. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. Jeez. Guys, I'm feeling this. <laughs> Especially because I'm just picturing like a whole bunch of blimps and planes <laughs> flying above London at all times. Yeah, you, you know this needs to be like, either. like some steampunk setting, like not real world. Like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but Miyazaki steampunk, yeah, not yeah. full on steampunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's got goggles on their heads. Connor and I just watched Monster <laughs> Hunter last night, and there was a character with goggles on their head for no reason except that they just had goggles, and it just it bothered me. What? I really struggled. It was an with NPC it. from the game. <laughs> For Miyazaki, awful. like the only people with goggles on their heads are pilots. <laughs> so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they literally exactly. are. Exactly. So true. Um, <laughs> all right. Do we, we want, should probably yeah. should we just okay. go to the movie and poster or the poster and title or, yeah, and let's, then let's, come let's back? Let's do t- title and poster and come back to it because we might think of something else. Um, okay, so Miyazaki <laughs> posters. I spelled that wrong. What's a good title? I wonder if there's something about like Rivers Run or something. Ooh, I like that. Um, also, I don't know how many of these translate exactly from Japanese. I don't know if you'd want to do the more Japanese direct <laughs> title, Bradley. Oh, wait, Bradley, you speak Japanese, don't you? Uh, at this point? <laughs> yes. I feel like I don't. Yeah, but you, you <laughs> understand it enough. Well, let me put it this way. You speak it better than the two of us. If you had asked me a year or two years ago, I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Le Voyage de Shihiro. What a great French translation of Spirited Away. <laughs> the, the Voyage of Shihiro. Oh, all these French ones. Le Chateau dans le ciel. Le Chateau en brillant. I am butchering these. <laughs> the Nausicaa house, de Le Val de Vent. The but the these sky. are literally just the it's same. It's literally the same things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up the Japanese ghibli titles because i don't know all of them like princess mononoke is princess mononoke okay. <laughs> <laughs> perfect and, and like totoro is to- totoro, totoro. <laughs> i read somewhere that totoro is called totoro because someone he like a kid he knew mispronounced the word troll because oh. troll in japanese would be like totoru <laughs> and he said totoru <laughs> oh. that's how he uh, came up with it i thought that was so cute that is adorable. Uh, I'm like, yeah. What if, uh, what if in in this city, the like main heating power plant is kind of like the bathhouse in that it's like a very big structure on the riverside. Mm-hmm. So the the visually, we kind of always return to this big space, and we can even have the main character have some adventures through it. You know, trying to shut it down or whatnot. yeah. I mean, also the ending could be like. Because this is a steam, a steampunk esque like world, and they're trying to generate electricity, like 
there could be some like steam powered electricity instead of whatever they were using. Yeah, it's funny that we that was call creating it a like steampunk, waste product. But in theory, yeah, they're using gas and gasoline and coal. Probably coal. Yeah, they're using like some sort of like pollu- <laughs> yeah. pollution creating. Yeah. I yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know how energy works, guys. Because I, I feel like I feel like most of his endings are kind of like emotionally ambiguous. That's true. All right. Like, Princess Mononoke is definitely emotionally ambiguous. Um, well, emotionally but... ambiguous in that it's, like, bittersweet. Because it's, like, it's positive, yes. but it's sad that it yes. doesn't end up, you know... Well, better. it is better, but it's yeah. not... They're I mean, not together. Yeah. And then you're sad. And you're just like, oh. Mm. <laughs> and that's kind of how, like, like Castle in the Sky is bittersweet. Because the thing goes away, right? Not to spoil all the mm-hmm. movies, but, like... You know, like... <laughs> But like what they if, don't so, so end up together, even is... screwed it away. Like her and um, what's his name, right? Well, Maru. it's it's left right, up but in that's the, air. the thing yeah. is like the people don't yeah. usually end up being able. So her and the river spirit are going to have to go their separate right. ways. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's what if so the movie sad. just ends <laughs> where they the the river finally gets gets clean because the river spirit you know re-embraces who he is and we we just have the antagonist seeing the clean river for the first time and how that emotionally changes him and we kind of leave it ambiguous of like what's going to happen you could add to that as well like what if there was like a fire in a factory and he could see like the destruction of his own factories and then it's left at the end because the factories are gone the river is able the fear the river spirit's able to like clean up the river in wake of yeah, what's happened yeah. and now the guy's like rethinking his own industry but right? then there has to be and so some, then we, we, we end the movie on decision what, with, what for her like if she's the protagonist she has to have the final like the whole thing in princess Monoke again is like he's going between the two forever mm-hmm. and he won't be with her forever but he won't be you know he'll still be able to see her and so like i mean i'm just i'm thinking girl, princess mononoke yeah where it's like What's uh, where it's like Ashitaka is like trying to prevent all these bad things from yeah. happening, but they cause the bad things to happen to each other anyways. Like, right? Like the hog still runs uh, in, and and yes. um, the hunters still yeah. cut off the forest spirit's head. So it's like not like Ashitaka prevented bad things from happening. No, and I right? think that could, but yeah, no, mm-hmm. I think that could be like the girl is trying to prevent. Basically, maybe what we see is like mini war between this industrialist and the river spirit because like mm-hmm. and so that could yeah. also be part of it yeah. is the industrialist is about to roll out some new thing that'll pollute way more but provide way more energy for mm. people at a way cheaper price and so like it's like <laughs> <laughs> but like in any ways like the whole vision kind of like that you said of like the factories burning down at the end like so there's the part with the fire yeah. where we think everything's going to be destroyed and then after everything's destroyed the river is clear and like so like you see the other side of it but having her decide like i feel like she needs a decision of going back to the countryside or like what she's gonna do and then like that's a big part of it so the industrialist has his thing he decides to do the river Mm. god does too but she needs something as well that's either like is she gonna stay and try and mediate the two of them like is she like the i don't know true she doesn't know where she's going. Well, that's it. I think if she had a, like, Chihiro, like, had her thing. Like, like all the, the protagonists do have, you know, Ashitaka has a very clear path forward at, at the end. I mean, I, I, think it, I think it could be her, to some degree, her 
kind of seeing the benefit of man-made heat and power, but also that realization that you need a balance between the two. And I don't know what that would look like in terms of Well, that's action. what I think is like, if, it's almost like if she was able to be a mediator between like the human and spirit mm. worlds <laughs> or something. I don't know how, how that would work. Cause right. also I've been imagining her as a kid, but like if she was, yeah, I've been uh, imagining her as a kid as well. Or you could imagine her instead as like, so in Porco Rosso, there's this young girl who helps Porco. She's an right. engineer. Mm. So yeah. what if instead of her as like a young kid, she was like an engineering student from like a farming town. And that town. would make sense if she's older. And like her goal in life was to like, you know, like clearly she loves machines and things like that, but she can see the like detrimental effect on like the community she yeah. grew up in. And so she helps or, him or what if what in a more environmental what way. It, what, yeah. it, what, if, what if instead it's more like the relationship in Ponyo where you have like a snotty kid who works in the factory and then she comes from the countryside and he loves the factory. Oh, yeah. He loves the countryside. And you kind of have their their friendship throughout as like another force and then them coming to terms emotionally with the other person's perspective on things. And that's yeah. why they split at the end, though, because they both have to like yes. go take care of their own. Exactly. Play, like re- he'll probably have to rebuild after this factory fire and she'll mm-hmm. probably have to go like help her community heal now that the river like she's accomplished Has that mission. With flooded. Her. Yeah. Maybe the river floods her her home. Yeah. And they oh. got to irrigate. Also, we've done 0% on grumpy Clint Eastwood. Like, <laughs> Grum- yeah, yeah. I mean, grumpy Clint Eastwood, River Spirit. I think we're really pretty good. <laughs> I'm also imagining him having like a dark conversation. Like, somehow something goes wrong with the kids, and the River Spirit's like, all right, I have to get up and actually go out and talk to this guy. I know. And they have like a one on one in a dark room. Like, <laughs> well, but then he's like trouble even getting out of the room because he hasn't moved for so long. It's like, I'm also imagining him being like, I know this is not Clint Eastwood, but like the factory owner coming down to the sewers and he's still sitting on his like trash pile and he's just like, welcome to my office. (laughs) (laughs) But Oh man. Yeah, yeah. I mean Grumpy Clint Eastwood is just Grumpy Clint Eastwood. (laughs) Grumpy Clint Eastwood is Grumpy Clint Eastwood. Um yeah, as you'll discover, sometimes I just make up these genres that make a lot of sense <laughs> when I put them down, and then Connor gives me crap because I this don't really know. This one was legit, but like dinosaur are. isn't really a genre. Dinosaurs in a genre? Think about there it. There are totally, like, so many dinosaur movies. A dinosaur movie other than there are dinosaurs. Uh, it involves <laughs> dinosaurs. Uh, but, Jurassic I mean, that's Park? That's a movie that has yeah. dinosaurs, but that's not constitutive of the dinosaur genre. What is the dinosaur genre? It, uh, so so does that dinosaurs. involve... Uh, the land before time? So that and Jurassic Park. Okay, so what similarities do we have before land before time and Jurassic Park? Dinosaurs. All right, we're not gonna... uh, Barney? <laughs> <laughs> we're back has dinosaurs oh like, man godzilla is kind of like God- all right this kind is clearly proving whatever point i had okay wait there's literally okay, a disney movie uh, called there, dinosaurs. i was thinking that one yes that one yes, yes. um so See? See? Anyways, yeah let's think let's about the no i also yeah 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 title I mean, I liked river, the river run river thing run. you you mentioned. Something. Yeah, I I'm trying to figure because I feel like um, at the all end, I can think of is a river run. I know, and that's not it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's very different. River run. So it's just like not having that. But yeah, mm. I think I stole that from River Runs Through It. 
Yeah. The to fly, flying river <laughs> castle, the castle on the bank. The because he says castle a lot. Castle. <laughs> a lot of them are um, named after like title, title characters. characters. Yes, yeah, true. That's true. Like Howl's so, Castle, Totoro, Princess Mononoke, so, so Porcaroso. So it could be like the name of the river god's river or something. Whatever whatever his name is. Yes. Clint Eastwood's river. The, t- <laughs> <laughs> the East. A river of the oh East. Oh my god. East's <laughs> river. East River. Um... Yeah. It is funny because his name is Eastwood. Oh, wait, wait, you know how like the the river in the UK er, in London is the Thames. Yeah. yeah. What if it was like untamed, <laughs> like untamed or something, <laughs> for like a Clint Eastwood movie? Unt- <laughs> I'm sorry, I like puns. That was so That's good. So I don't good. Think that would ever be a Miyazaki title, but it. What? No, it could be a Clint Eastwood one though, because he is the unforgiving. That's... What if it's untamed? I mean... That's like the name of like of action movies. Sorry, <laughs> that uh, you're right though. That's uh, mm. I'll think of something else. I mean, let's keep that in the back of our <laughs> mind though. I don't, I don't hate that. No, I, I feel like it needs something name, but... else other than that because he rarely has like if it was like Untamed River or something. Yeah, I mean, he's got Mystic River. That's true. That's, that's one of his films. So, untamed, untamed <laughs> Untamed. Oh, my God. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, sure. The tagline can... could be like, you don't, you won't like me when I'm untamed. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so bad. <laughs> All right, uh, okay, I'll stop making you untamed and have it be Clint Eastwood gets a little more of his genre in. Because so far we've basically been monopolizing <laughs> yes. Miyazaki. So, like, yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> Clint Eastwood's Miyazaki's <laughs> Untamed. <laughs> I feel like we could think of a better one, especially because this is like, I feel like the pun doesn't land if you can't see it. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. true. People are like, that's untamed. true. That's true. Do you mean Untamed? Um, and like, no, it's a pun because it's T H A M. Then you have to you have to be like it takes place in the UK and it takes place in London and yeah. like, oh, man, <laughs> terrible, yeah. Okay. The, okay, so so Miyazaki films, Princess Mononoke, My Neighbor Totoro, Spirited they Away, are names usually. So like if we wind. figured out whatever yeah. the river god's yeah. name is, How, Howl's Moving Castle, or... Eastwood, Eastwood, <laughs> the Eastwood River. River. Yeah, it could just be. <laughs> Or uh, it could be the, the, honestly like the river of the east just sounds cool to me. I mean, his last movie was no, the wind rises. He really doesn't have long titles. What like if you that, called it for Nausicaa? <laughs> what if it was like yeah. east of the river, and like the factory Ooh. was on like a, there's no eastern. Oh yeah, it could be on like the east. eastern shore. Does that make sense? The river's east. That sounds <laughs> weird enough. It's like that yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make, make enough sense. It it's, it's a real Carson title. And I love it. <laughs> Carson's big on yeah. titles that sound really cool. I, I let make no sense. No, it could be because what if she lived in like inland UK and had to travel to London, which is on the western shore, so she had yeah. to travel east. I think it's on the, it's on the south. Not on the western, western shore. shore. It, 
it's Southwest. Or Southeast. Sorry, Southeast. Southeast. So she had to travel east. Okay. That, I'm like, I'm <laughs> okay, cool. cool. So, so the river's the, east. The river's yeah, east. that sounds that's cool. What, that's yeah. What river's east. Is that apostrophe S or just apostrophe? I don't believe in punctuation. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, we could, we could make it like the brother's east, but it's like the river's east. So it's like river's plural east. <laughs> plural. Yeah, no, I think it's apostrophe S. I think it's apostrophe S. Okay. <laughs> okay, apostrophe S. All right, that's great. East. All right. I cool. love it. I'm happy okay. with that. I'm, I'm down with that. So what, so what does a poster look like? Because most of his posters are pretty just kind of yeah, straightforward. they're forward, so pretty. Um, depending. It's, it's so always pretty. the protagonist um, or one of the characters standing in front, right? Like, even, like, you got Totoro. You got Mononoke much. on the front. You got Nausicaa on the front. You got yep. uh, all the people from Castle in the Sky. I mean, you have the castle. But otherwise, it's mostly them. Kiki's Kiki. Well, flying. actually, I mean, most of it is is them. The wind rises. They're standing okay. on that hill. So, oh, Princess Mononoke, the one I remember the most, is him with the sword. But yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So we need. Um, okay, so we'll just have one character center yeah. stage, or two characters. Um, honestly, I could just see our our little girl protagonist standing in front of industrial London in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the reverse east, cool. like that. That would be really cool. Sounds really cool. You could also even have like, what if it was like her back and she's overlooking it, and it's like all gray and dark. And she's color. Uh, like she's just she's walking over. Color from her. Yeah. So we still got to figure like, out. Bright, yeah, uh, exactly what age she is. I mean, not exactly, but generally what age she is and how she's. She's fourteen years and point three months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ooh. <laughs> Is she going to be, choice. like, someone who's, like, older? Well, like, what... is the other male protagonist going to be, in like, an engineer? Or is he going to be, well, like, a factory that's... boy? Well, so here's, here's I think the he problem should be, like, a snotty with the factory kid. kid. Is that, like, before that, most mm-hmm. of her interactions are her and the river spirit. And I think that's, like, an important interaction. But now... But what if they're not? Because right, now she... it's not. If, it, if it's her and the, the person in the, the place, you know. I mean, it could still work, though, because, like, she stumbles into this, like, big city, never been there before, probably knows how to, like, forage <laughs> for food in a place that has right. food, but, like, not somewhere like a city where it's, like, dumpsters and, right. mm-hmm. you know, so maybe she runs into this boy, just, like, maybe she, like, took an apple from a stand and he's, like, get this way, like, come over here with me, like, I'll hide you, and that's how they... or. Or maybe she breaks into the factory and tries to, you know, stop it from working. And he's like, you can't do that. And then they kind of like, they're angry at each other at first. And then they kind of start to see each other's perspective. So the majority. Um, And it's kind of like a little B plot. It sounds like then the majority of it is her and this boy together. And then the tertiary characters will be the industrialists in the river. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I, picture, I picture it more like in Kiki's Delivery Service, her romance with that little bow tie guy. I remember it's that. It's like, it's interesting, but it's a B plot. <laughs> oh, see, exactly. Like, like, or even... You know, she, she, he falls for her. And I mean, that's fine. They, like, I just then, what's her main like drive being the... in the city? And so, like, if it's her going and finding this river spirit, and then she gets caught up in the, in the like, factory anyways. Like, I really like the idea of her being... Well, but it so, makes so, so, sense, I, I though, because... I guess it doesn't. Even no no no, she's a kid. If they're doing this, she's like fourteen, and yeah. he's like fourteen, probably. But like, or even younger. But even yeah. still, you can still do this because she yeah. could like stumble in this factory, um, somehow and like break in because she thinks that's 
directly what's like affecting it, right? She maybe doesn't know about mm-hmm. the river spirit yet. Right. And somehow stumbles upon the river spirit afterwards. But like, you know, in like Princess Mononoke as well, like Ashitaka and Sa- and like San have like a connection, but the majority of the movie does not happen right. just between them. Like she right. pops in and out. So like the same with them can happen as well, where like she has this connection with him which ties her to the factory now, but she mm. still most of it would happen between her and the river spirit and then and then i think also because the interesting thing that i remember we read about miyazaki is that he doesn't really script out his movies beforehand he just kind of starts drawing them and lets them naturally evolve as as he goes Mm -hmm. um and so i think one of the beautiful things about his movies is there is this natural pacing to them where to some degree you don't really know what's going to happen next because (laughs) it it, it, it's so amorphous right. and yeah, it's it so, so natural. What it could be um, then is that, like, it's her yeah. kind of like princess Monoke, but like her interactions with this kid who's a factory worker, the industrialist and the river spirit and her interactions with those three. Cause it could be like, you're saying she goes to break the factory, gets almost caught or like found out, runs away, ends up in the sewers. Mm-hmm. And that's where she meets the river spirit. Yeah, and so then it's it's her trying to motivate the river spirit, her trying to stop the factory, and then her trying to clean up the river. And but she maybe start working at the and... factory in order to get closer to it, and then that would allow her to see the other side of it, like what the industrialist is trying to do. Well, yeah, well, and it could be that, you know, she has a day where she is really cold and needs warmth, and so, you know, she... It understands the, okay. the benefit of, of something like that and kind of gets her really conflicted about how she So the gist is how she, she arrives here to try and save her town, which is being polluted. She tries to destroy the thing that's polluting it, gets yeah. caught, runs into the river spirit. We establish all the kind of principal characters that she's interacting between and how they all interact. And then it progresses where she learns more and more about that and tries to progress her plan that maybe she realizes isn't as good as she thought. And then at the end, the factory burns, gets caught on fire for some reason, and then it burns to rubble, and they start new. Is that kind of what? Which what actually, we're you could have if you went the kind of a Kiki delivery service route. Yeah, you could actually have a whole bit where she, you you know, you could have this emotional situation where she realizes she can't live the way she wants to live in an urban setting. You know, like she was so mad at all these people for like, how come you're not living with nature? But realizing that the environment itself prohibits that. Like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like there's there's an interesting, really conflicted situation. Well, that's probably the more she's there, the there. more she sees these people who are just like beat down by industrialism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's seeing good and bad. So it's like at the at the end again, it's like her being a mediator yeah. and like starting in fresh, like it's starting a new possible world, which mm-hmm. is kind of how a lot of them, at least um, Princess Mononoke's, starts over. It's like a new world is possible. Yeah, and then and then we have we have Grouchy Muddy Clint Eastwood, who then becomes not Grouchy, maybe just a little less Grouchy uh, when he his river gets cleaned. Just a little less grouchy. You're right. You're right. Does this make sense? Still, Is that, I was just trying to wrap my head around what what we were. I yeah I, I, yeah cool. no that all right I'm I'm on board. That all checks out to me. Um, the river's east. Okay. The river's east. Yeah. Okay. Did we decide we're going to 
<laughs> I, there is a kind of recapping it there. I don't know, Bradley, if you want to do a more detailed version of the recap. No, that works. For I me. was just trying to explain it to myself. That, that uh... I, I just wanted. To, I like. I like it a lot now. That's like her going around and seeing different aspects of it, and seeing different sides. And you see the river spirit, mm-hmm. who is like this old god, and then you see the industrialist who's trying to like help people, and. Then you see the factory worker who, like, doesn't have anything. And so this is the only job to, like, provide for his family, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And it's like, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could, even, you could even tie in the, like, historical aspect. Like, so, so many people in, in those situations, especially back in the day, it's like, my dad worked in this factory and my grandfather worked in a factory, you know? And it's like, it's yeah. a proud tradition depends, of my family. And I'm going to do that. Period. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, okay well guys I think uh, I think we cracked that egg The River's East Hao Miyazaki's incredible film featuring Clint Eastwood I don't know why that's my Clint Eastwood voice Um, get off my lawn yeah Um, I know one of these days I need to actually put Clint Eastwood as a director on the spin wheel because he's also an incredible director I wonder what the um, the river spirits but... arc would be. Um, I feel like he just muddy <laughs> too clean. Yeah, <laughs> I'm both yeah, emotionally perfect. Perfect. and physically. <laughs> I wonder what he would look like. Though. Is he gonna be like snake like? Like, uh... oh no, I see him. I see him like. The, the river spirit in uh, in Spirited Away, but instead of all the weird tentacles, just kind of like frumpy um, and like with the big mustache and squinty eyes. And he's just kind of like lumbering around and sometimes he's like lifts up parts of him to like step Is over. Is he like the body of like, No Face when he's oh eating everything? But like muddy, yeah. <laughs> just like. Rup, 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 rup. Like, like, I just, I see him, like, comically. Imagine him like, trying to, like, is... walk through town to come help her when the fire starts. Like, well, dragging could, his body through the streets. Like totally and, like, like, <laughs> people just don't see him. Like, maybe because she was, like, so connected with the river or something, she's. <laughs> oh, my he God. He puts on a little coat and hat <laughs> and then nobody recognizes him. He's... <laughs> oh my god! It's like it a tiny so little funny. coat and hat, but nobody recognizes him. Trying to step over people because he's like trying not to drip on people. He's like I holding know. his like oh belly up as he like tiptoes <laughs> over people. That would be so. He like knocks <laughs> oh, a street exactly. lamp and he's like, "Oh, sorry." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. Uh, yeah. What if he was like so fat he couldn't swim yeah. anymore either? <laughs> like he couldn't swim. I mean, it could I mean, also that, be a that thing could where definitely be a scene her trying to get him back in into like shape. a long time, and so like her getting him to go back in the river because he's like afraid yeah. of being back in the river. He hasn't done it for so long. Mm-hmm. And then he goes in, he just yeah. floats. He's like, "This is I amazing." Like <laughs> I'm gonna need someone to like animate like chubby Clint Eastwood River. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if anyone out there listening, this is my next D and D character, I'm also, guys. I'm like, really curious having Clint Eastwood do this because Clint Eastwood is just grouchy, just like, like what is like he's like, oh my god, this feels great. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> I love this. I can, Man, I'm Batman. I know. You guys all sound like Batman. I know, but it's literally like his voice is so gravelly, and 
It's like more. It's like it's so it's like What Batman's trying to do. So the thing you got to be asking yourself: <laughs> You're feeling lucky, punk. <laughs> Uh, anyways, well, I think I think we we pretty the much rivers uh, east. Oh, on that what little, a pleasant story! Oh my god, right and there. the river god and the whole the animation east. of London. We should just get Miyazaki to come out of retirement. Guys, I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait till you turn all of these movies <laughs> yeah, into actual Bradley, movies. I like to watch you and us, you yeah. you and me both. <laughs> uh, that that's like our emotional. Literally every time we finish, we finish movie, with we're someone, like, oh, we're like, oh my I gosh, I want to see that movie. We're like, yeah, true, we do too. <laughs> God, so frustrating. Uh, anyways, Bradley, thank you so much for hopping on the Story Brigade. Uh, Connor, thanks for thanks. hopping on as well. But, you know, <laughs> thanks you're for obligated. having me. Thank you. And uh... <laughs> it's been such a pleasure. Uh, and to everyone else, we'll... maybe one of these times I'll just have a different voice. <laughs> we'll see. Like <laughs> and we can talk with my friends. Yeah, it'll be so good. God. <laughs> no, the two of us. No, stop. Both of us. Who it's like you? all four of us. <laughs> I. Oh, okay. okay. Wouldn't that be funny, Carson? I... And, and Hank. I'm ready. Yeah, it would be funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, his name's Hank now. Uh oh. <laughs> Should I be worried? Connor? I'm just imagining he is a. I can't see Connor right now. I don't know why. Really? I'm just imagining you have a sock puppet like on your hand all of a sudden. <laughs> I, I actually think it would be better if we that, an episode that's Rick and that's Morty. <laughs> and Carson. No, and no, you're Carson Rick would be and one Morty. And I'd be the other, and then we just do the whole episode like that. Your new theme, instead well, of like I, choosing two movie genres and genre. talking about them, is you play two characters talking about a third I movie have to genre. Roll twice to pick characters, <laughs> and then we're like, "All right, one is Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible." <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. The other one's what's his name from Ghost? I'm Ethan Hunt. I gotta, I gotta save the world. The, the guy it's never Ghost. too late. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze from Ghost is what I... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ditto. 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 All right. On that fun Anyways, uh, before we go insane... Thank you so much for Thank joining so us for the, the episode. Uh, it was a pleasure having the, you around. The episode you just listened to is my favorite episode. So, uh, <laughs> and he doesn't say that. Every I don't. Time. I don't say that every time either. It's, yeah. uh, it's and we so also true. don't say every time that Anchor Podcast is the the organization that lets us mm-hmm. or platform or whatever that lets us do this. Makes it super cool. Yep. Makes it super easy. Just check them out. It enables us to have fun making up movies, and uh, and hopefully you're having second. fun too. Exactly. Hopefully you're getting mm-hmm. something from this. A little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. A little bit of love. From yep. from us to you, this this wacky movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you know, if if you feel like it, feel free to leave us a review or like, subscribe, yeah. whatever those things are. Um, yeah, we appreciate it. Leave a comment, text yeah, us. Yeah, leave us a comment. Say you like Throw it. Throw us a, a new genre if you want us to. If yeah, you wanna, if you totally. want us to put that on the spin wheel. Uh, and then totally. until then, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Stay kind. Stay kind. Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs>